to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back. Welcome to a special weekend edition if you're catching this on Facebook Live. And if you're catching this on audio, on podcast, then totally disregard. Um, <laughs> it's just a normal day to you. It's just nothing a to normal see here. day. <laughs> nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, except Ambie's wearing lipstick and a tutu, and I love it. I'm feeling very, like, um, I, the only word I can think of is outrageous. Outrageous when I'm on the body. Outrageous when I'm at the party. Outrageous. Britney Spears, anyone? I don't no? know that one. Oh, such a good That's one. That's okay. If you know that, know. if you know Britney, let me hear you in the Facebook group. <laughs> Go ahead. Feeling outrageous. Anyway. Oh, God. I just attacked myself. That is outrageous. That is outrageous. Anyway, you know when a kid learns a new word and they say it inappropriately like all the time? Like fabulous. Or um, Riley used to say, my oldest used to say, I'm, what was it? Oh, damn. I don't remember. It wasn't ridiculous, but it was attractive. But like. (laughs) Ridiculously attractive. I don't remember what it was. I've lost the story now. It doesn't matter. The point is. It's My like son, when, go it's ahead. like when I learned the word opulent, and I basically kept saying Ooh. that everything was opulent because I, I just like the sound means. of the words. Opulent means like it's just it's like it's like glamorous, but it's like oh. classier than it's like opulent, like so, like like dripping in like class and like beauty. Oh, opulent. you've taught me a new word, and I will use it now. Thank you. Yeah, you're all welcome for that one. Anyway, go on. That. Carry on. So anyway, I have this red tutu from a Christmas party that I wore it to because I think that's acceptable at a Christmas party, right? But it's not acceptable like just on a Saturday. So I said, you know what? We're going to go to the park and run some errands. Fuck it. I'm going to wear this tutu because when else am I going to wear it? Yeah. So I did, people. And then I said, what shirt would be appropriate with this? Wonder Woman. Wonder <laughs> Woman would be appropriate with it. Did you get any compliments? I got a lot of stares. <laughs> got no compliments. I got a lot of laughs. Ooh. But I got no compliments. And I don't care because I didn't do it for them. I did it for me. And then I also did it to send a message to my kids and to other. You know what's funny? When we went to the park, there were kids following me around. <laughs> and I, I remember feeling like they probably think I'm some like magical fairy that's ha- that yeah. is at this part. Like, who is this woman in this tutu? I will follow her now. Yeah. Where is this fairy She's a going? a bigger little kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing on the playground with my kids too. I was like, let's see who could do this the fastest. That's like anyway. the highest compliment, I'd say. <laughs> the little kids were like, I would like to play with you as well. Yes. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, but I thought we teach our kids and we teach other people that we work with, like women that I work with, like to empower your yourself no matter what and to be in your power all the time. Yeah. And what a better way to embody that than with red lipstick and a tutu and an obnoxious color like red. I love it. Obnoxious. Obnoxious. Love it. Um, yeah, that's funny because today I was um, – me and my partner, we went rock climbing and then we went to brunch. And then when we were heading back from brunch, it was a really nice day outside. So I actually started, uh, I was skipping because he's so tall. I actually like skip to keep up with him, but I also skip because I like to skip. And I was just like really into my skipping. I'm like holding his hand and just like skipping. And literally I'm attracting people like flies. People are coming up to me and going like skip to my loo. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like singing. And I was just like, man, it just feels so good to be my, you know, to connect with, I think for you, you're talking about like connecting with like power, right? But also yeah. connecting with your inner child a bit. Yeah, and definitely. With, and that's what it felt like for me. I was like, yeah, like this is how I really am inside. And it just felt so good that like embodying that and showing that and having other people come up and reflect back to me like, yo, I see you. That's so cool. Like, I remember when I used to do that. Could I still do that? And I'm like, yeah, you still can do that. So. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, as adults, we're all like, oh, I remember when I used to be a kid and play in the monkey bars. Nobody's stopping you. Go play in the monkey bars. Guess what? You're still a kid inside that big body. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was fun. Um, awesome. Well, today, for today's episode, we wanted to talk about self-sabotage. Oh, that was good. We don't need no sound effect board. We're our own sound effect board. Um, yeah, self-sabotage. I'm actually surprised we haven't talked more about this because this is a really big thing. I'm actually curious who's listening right now and thinks to themselves when we say self-sabotage, thinks to themselves, oh, self-sabotage, what's that? Or self-sabotage, I never do that because – I'm willing to bet there's actually a lot of people who genuinely believe that they never self-sabotage. Um, and for good reason, because self-sabotaging, it, it's, a, it's a mind game, right? It's like a trick you're playing on yourself that you aren't fully aware of that you're playing on yourself because it's a part of your patterning. Um, so it makes sense that a lot of people who self-sabotage actually don't even realize they're self-sabotaging. And so this is a really important thing to talk about and become aware of and start paying attention to. If there's things in your life that you're wanting to do and ways you're wanting to live and things you're wanting to create and you just can't seem to figure it out, like it's mm -hmm. like it's like you'll almost get there and then all of a sudden something happens and it seems external, but it's just yep. like, oh, I almost did, but, but then this thing. You know, this is probably why it's happening. So let's start at the beginning of self-sabotage. Let's just like talk about like what is self-sabotage for people who don't know. You know Alexa is so serious when she claps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I want to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. So the beginning of self-sabotage. I was just thinking that. So the beginning yeah. of self-sabotage, how does it start? Well, what is it? What is it? It's a way to keep yourself safe from growing and expanding. So there's so many different forms of this, but a really easy way is to say no because you're scared, right? Or right. procrastination. Right. That's self-sabotage. So yeah, so 
so sabotage itself, right, is just to – it's like sabotage. It's like you're intending for someone else that they their plan doesn't go through, right? You yeah. sabotage their plan. So you like right. – you, you do something to mess it up, right? So self-sabotage is like you do something to mess your own plan up. But as Ambie's talking about and as we already mentioned, self-sabotage, it's not – it's you're not um, – oftentimes you're not fully aware. Um, and so – go, go ahead. It's not like to be malicious. It's not to say like I'm going to fuck up my business or I'm going to not do this because I don't want to be successful or, yeah, you know, I don't want this um, person in my life. I don't want this relationship. It's because you're afraid. A lot mm-hmm. of the times it's to keep yourself safe because moving outside of your comfort zone is too scary and it's easier to do what you already know because you already know that. You already know what's going to happen there. Yeah. It's exactly. Part of you feels scared to go to this new level, right? There's another thing that we all deal with, which is called upper limits. So every one of us has certain upper limits. An upper limit is essentially the limit of where you've gone before, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've only ever made this amount of money, that's your upper limit, basically. Like you kind yeah. of have this belief that, well, I can't make more than that because this is all I've ever made. So, um, or if like you've only had this certain type of relationship and it's never like been that great, you have like an upper limit of, okay, this is as good as it can get, right? So oftentimes when we start reaching our upper limits and we start pushing beyond what we've believed in the past and what that limit has been before, we can self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. as Ambie said, it's scary. It's scary to go beyond your limits. Even if you're telling yourself, I want to do this. I want to make this amount of money. I want this new relationship. I want this new job. I want to mm-hmm. move, right? There's another part of you that's like, I don't want to move. I don't want the new relationship. I don't want to make that amount of money because yeah. with that comes a lot of uncertainty and uncertainty is scary. And a lot of times we would often, or we would rather be, uh, uncomfortable with the familiar than uncomfortable with the unfamiliar, right? Because we, which makes sense. It sounds like common sense, right? Like, yeah. of course, I don't want to be uncomfortable in like the deep end. I want to be uncomfortable in the shallow end. Like yeah. that feels that feels safe. Yeah, at least here I already know what's coming at me, right? At least here right. I already know all the things that suck. I don't yeah. know what's gonna suck. When I go beyond this, what if the things that suck there suck more than here? Yeah, they're bigger sucks. We don't want that. <laughs> exactly. So mm-hmm. oftentimes when you're pushing past this upper limit, you will self-sabotage yourself. So to keep yourself safe, right? To keep yourself at this place where you already know where you are. So what are some ways we self-sabotage? This is interesting because there are so many ways. And I think some of the ways that people self-sabotage will surprise you because they surprise me more and more every day. I learn new ones every day that I'm like, self-sabotage. Saboteur. Saboteur. It's me. So, Ambie, you already gave a couple, right? I already gave a couple, One is saying no. Mm -hmm. Saying just flat out no. So what does that mean? Saying no to what? Oh my God, I love this one so much. Okay. When I give readings, to, I'm going to sit close to the mic. When I give readings to people and they ask me, this is my favorite people, am I going to date someone or find a new relationship in 2020? And I say, no, because they are not your mailman. They are not just going to show up at your house and say, hey, I am here for the relationship you have ordered online. Well, they they might, but like that's a different situation. You're probably not calling a psychic for that. So 
you have to change in order to change. I mean, it it feels like common sense, but I do this too. If you want a relationship, you cannot go to work, come home, relax. You have to do things, go out and meet people, whether that's online or whether that's in the real world. It doesn't matter, but you have to step outside of your comfort zone to change things. So self-sabotage would be doing the opposite of that, sticking to your routine and expecting something to change. And it's just not going to. Mm. Like you can, you can law of attraction your relationship as much as you want and and try to manifest it. But if you don't try to change the energy with your actions, it will not happen. Totally. If you do the same thing that you always done, you're going to get the same thing you always got, right? So in a way, that's you saying no to yourself because you're saying no to the thing you want because you're refusing to take new action. Um, Another form of saying no would be, let's say you really want to uh, work on yourself, right? And someone comes to you and goes, oh my God, I think, um, uh, or like, okay, let's say you're, no, this is a better example. Let's say you're like really wanting to work on your social skills, right? This is Mm -hmm. something that happens to me a lot. And um, someone, or it used to happen to me a ton. Someone comes to you and say, Alexa, I'm planning a trip with like, all my girlfriends, I love you. It would be so fun. Come. You should really come. We're going to Cabo or something. Part of me is like, oh my God, that would be so fun. Like a girl's trip. Another part of me goes, fuck, that's scary. <laughs> no. I start thinking of all the things that could go wrong. And so yeah. what I'll do is I'll finally rationalize in my head, you know what, actually on that weekend, I was supposed to hang out with this person and actually it would just be a lot of money and oh, I shouldn't take that much time. All these reasons will start coming up and yeah. I'll eventually say, you know what, I wish I could. I wish I could, but, but I, can't. I just can't. Yeah. I can't. It just doesn't make sense, right? And that, Mm. when in actuality, you could have done the exact same thing for the yes. You could have made it work. You could have found someone to watch your dog. You could have found the money. You could have whatever. But you are saying no because it scares you to do the new thing that you say Mm -hmm. you want. So um, that's one way, self-sabotage. What are some other ways? This is a new one that came up. So I really like this one. Um, Like, uh, how do I say this? Raising your prices out of reach. Ah, you know, you oh, know yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, How, yeah, yeah. What's a better way to say that? So if you're in business, right, and something that you're wanting to do is attract more clients and make money, something that you could do, and this is, yeah, this is a kind of surprising one, you could essentially put your prices so high that no one will sign up under you. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense, Right. It just doesn't, it doesn't align with you. It's almost like a joke of a number. Not saying that any, listen, there's no limits on, on the price you can put on yourself. That's what we believe, right? If you want to charge, you can charge however much you want to charge. That's fine. But if you don't really believe that you're worth that and you put a number on it, on your, your services or whatever you're selling that is like so high up. That is a form of self-sabotage because a part of you knows, well, no one's really going to buy that. Yeah. So I don't have to go through with that because nobody's going to do it. Right. And this can ra- this is not a set number of a billion dollars or whatever you think is a lot of money. This can range from a lot of different things. But here's what I would say with this. If you don't have any clients at that level, then some 
tweaking needs to be done with your internal self on how much you're worth because that means that there's a disconnect there. Exactly. And the same could be said for the opposite, right? No, the opposite is so common. Yeah, so common. Charging too little or giving away your services for free, you're self-sabotaging because what you're doing is saying, I'm not worth it. You're telling, you're, you're telling people who might be your clients that you're not worth it. And you're also, here's another way you self-sabotage, you're expending your energy and giving away your time so that you feel overwhelmed and undercompensated. And eventually what's going to happen, and a part of you knows this is going to happen, this is the self-sabotage, eventually what's going to happen, you're going to go, I can't do this. It's yep. too much. They want too much from me and I don't have enough to give. And you're going to stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lisa says, this is so me. Also, Lori says, fantastic topic. Catherine Ann says, self-saboteur right here, gold medalist. <laughs> Don't be proud of that, Catherine Ann. Don't be proud of that, love. I can't wait to have you back home. Um, so uh, going back to what Alexa just said about undervaluing yourself, that can look I had, when I first started doing readings, um, it was actually before I met Alexa, I was doing, there was a brief, it was about nine months where I tried to do it on my own. Um, And I was fine. I was doing a pretty good amount of readings, um, not as many as I do now, but it was still a pretty good amount. And I had probably three professional mediums tell me that you cannot make a substantial living doing intuitive work that I had to have sacrifices, which means that you're going to have to work a full-time job that you don't like, or that means that you don't get to provide for your family or something along. I've actually had people tell me this and I thought, no, that's, that's actually crazy. Like if people can get paid millions of dollars to open up toys online, (laughs) I could surely get paid for this. And that's always what I come back to because in the beginning of watching YouTube and watching these things unfold, I was pissed. I was like, this is crap, right? When I found out that Ryan's review made $5 million for him when he was five years old, I was mad. I was like, why are my kids not on YouTube? Why am I not, I'm missing out here, right? Mm -hmm. And then I shifted it and I thought, this is showing me that anything is possible. Right. I am giving away my God-given gift. And this is a service that can actually help a lot of people. But if people, you want the type of people that see the value in your service and not take it for granted. Absolutely. Yep. And bouncing off of that, you know, I was, you you just made me start thinking about like relationships, right? This is another place a lot of people self-sabotage. So, So we can say, a lot of people say, as you just said, Ambie, a lot of people are looking for love in 2020, right? <laughs> and, um, and you know, I hear people say it all the time too. I'm looking for a boyfriend. I'm looking for a girlfriend. I want to get married. I want to whatever. Um, and at the same time, what they're doing is they're, they're – actually, this can even be if you're already in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I know I, I've experienced this in my interpersonal relationships where – I say, I want love. I want to feel loved. I want to feel more. I want to feel more seen and more heard. And what am I doing at the exact same time that I'm saying this is I'm picking fights. 
Mm. I'm causing chaos. I'm finding reasons to be unhappy and push these people away. Push my friends away, push my partners away, push my parents away. Like literally like I'm pretty good at this. I've like practiced this for a while in my life. (laughs) And it's very interesting the way we can say, I want this, I want this. But really realize like, no, there's actually a part of you that's very active and is afraid and is finding ways to um, poke holes and kind of cause chaos all around the thing that you say you want because, hey, it might be actually scary to receive that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, like what does that even look like? I do this a lot in my marriage. I'll say, why don't you want to hang out with me as I'm like screaming and flipping out? Like, of course, who would want to hang out with you, psycho? (laughs) So like (laughs) nobody wants to hang out with that version of me. So I get that, but it's funny. It's it's also about seeing it, like we talked about before, seeing that pattern. Yeah. And doing the opposite of it. Yeah. Right. So it's interesting because tonight I always complain that my husband doesn't want to hang out with me as much as I want to hang out with him, which is very funny if you know us. Anyway, so tonight I saw that my friend Brian Egan, what up, Brian? He doesn't listen. I'm just kidding. Um, He's doing a sound healing in my area. And so I said, hey, Alex, do you want to go with me? Like, you're sick. This would really benefit you. And he was like, sure. So now we're going to a sound healing. Like, boom, we're hanging out. We're going to go grab dinner after, too. Like, I know. Instead of complaining and being like, why don't you hang out with me? Mm -hmm. Taking a new action. Taking new action, Changing doing something the pattern. different. Totally, totally. Um, I love that, and and it shows you too. Sometimes it's so simple, yeah. like we're fighting and we're fighting, but it's actually mm-hmm. so simple. It's right there. We just have to be willing, like actually, like open up and let it come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of I was thinking of another oh oh an, another self sabotage thing I want to talk about is mo- moms. Mom, mom, mom sabotage. I'm not a mom what's, yet. What's momatage, mom momatage. Momatage? That sounds not naughty. I like it. Momatage. What's momatage? Yeah, momatage. <laughs> That's a fun word to say. Momatage. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, this doesn't have to be with moms, but I think this is a big thing with moms is this um, – it's, it's self-sabotage and self-sacrifice, Right. So it's not wanting to rock the boat, right? Not not wanting to leave your place as the mom, not wanting to um, not serve people, right? And be there yeah. for people and be there to keep everything together. So what we see a lot of moms do right. is um, use that as a reason not to do the thing they want to do, right? They really want to go somewhere. They really want to learn something. They really want to have a new experience, but it always comes back to, well, but I can't because the kids or the spouse or the family life or whatever it is, they need me. And also it'll just throw a wrench in everything and da-da-da-da-da. And what's really happening, and I think this is really important to take note, is like what's really happening is that um, you're, you're, you're sacrificing what you want, right, for mm-hmm. – you're self-sabotaging, 
um, what you want and what would make you happy so that you can essentially make everyone else happy. But really what's happening to you is that you're, um, you're, you're building up a ton of resentment and unhappiness and that's going to cash out eventually. Like that's going to play out. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. actually saving anyone anything. It's actually costing you way more. And so yeah. I think this is a really, this is a really hard one and a really important one to be aware of is like, you know, the family's actually going to be a lot happier when you're happy, when you're fulfilled. And so to be aware of the times when you put your, it's great to, to be a family person, to be, to love your family and be there for your family. That's great. But it's also really important to have your own life and to have your own interests and to, to go make time to go do the things you want to do, because that's going to make you a happy mom. And that's going to make your family a happy family. Hmm. I can give, can I give two examples on this sure. one? Cause I'm so guilty about doing this. So I've gotten a lot better though. So um, my mother, this, my mom was a single mom and she made me her whole world for a good portion of my life, for my whole life actually. Um, I was her friend, I was her daughter, I was everything. And then when I moved out, she was very angry at me and was very verbal about her being angry at me. And I didn't really understand why she was so mad that I wanted to go live my own life. I felt like it was really selfish. And it wasn't until I was older that I realized, holy shit, like, of course she was mad at me. She had no life. She had no friends. She had no, like, she didn't even have coworkers because she didn't have anybody to watch me, right? So she never went out with people because she was too worried. She was too afraid to leave me with someone else. Right. She didn't want to take that chance. Um, and, and I understand her fear, but in the same aspect, it's, it's truly sad because I feel like her life could have been so much richer mm -hmm. if she had gone and done what she wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And, and her, you're speaking from the child saying, I wanted I'm, you to have a life. I wanted you to have a life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, her and I talk about this now. Because if people are listening to this and they don't know, she lives with me now. Pray for me. And yeah. I'm kidding. And um, when, <laughs> thank you. When I do, so part of my job, right, that I love, that I wouldn't trade for the world is to go to different places in the world for week, a week at a time, right? Or a couple of days at a time or whatever the case may be. And in the beginning of this, this really triggered her. This really made her very, very angry because I was a bad mom. I'm leaving my children. I'm, they're unsupported when I'm gone. They miss me so much. What's wrong with me? All of these things. And so again, a lot of resentment came up because there was, there was guilt there that she was kind of poking at. Not kind of, but definitely poking yeah. at. And so her and I have talked about it since and what's really come through is that she's felt like when she was younger, before she had me, before I became her daughter, um, she had a life. And she truly believes that when you have children, they should be your life and your life should be over. Mm. And I disagree with her on that. I think that you can have a very rich life and it doesn't need to be all about your children um, or all about your partner either. I think that's a lot of pressure to put on people. Absolutely. Yeah.
And at the same time, it becomes one of the easiest things, I think, to use because it's almost socially accepted, right? It's not yeah. almost – it's very socially accepted very. to give up your life for um, your family or your children or, or whatever it is that is, like, your your normal, like, every day, right? Like, what your responsibilities. Yep. Um, it, it, so it can, it can almost be encouraged, but it's, like, it's, it's so important to um, – to, well, what I'm saying is that can be a very easy go-to self-sabotage excuse and it actually makes sense in your mind because everyone yeah. else is telling you that, you know? Yeah. So you're like, this is true. Like, it's it's true. I'm not self-sabotaging. This is just the truth. But it doesn't have to be the truth. It really doesn't because every we're, – we're renegotiating contracts and, and I'm talking about like family contracts right now, like relationships and I was like, are we? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> we're really <laughs> renegotiating our contract right after this, Amy. Don't want to do this podcast anymore. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but we're renegotiating with the people we love all the time. We're re- renegotiating our relationships. We're renegotiating the situations we're in. We're renegotiating yeah. what is acceptable and what's not. And it is important for us to know that that is always – that is something we should always be thinking about and always be ready to shift um, if it's going to make us happier because – Making us happier, again, it really ripples out to everyone in your life. You know, think about it. Like mm. when you're in a bad mood, everyone's in a bad mood. When you're in a good mood, everyone's in a good mood. Just the other day, I, I it was like yesterday, my partner called me and I was like, I'm going to answer the phone really happy. I was like, get some <laughs> energy. Let's go. Because normally I'm like tired. I'm like, I'm like, hi. And he's like, oh my God, you sound so energetic. I'm like, I know. And I just, <laughs> the whole conversation was different, you know. So it's like. When you feel that way, everybody else does. And it's very important to pay attention to when you're self-sabotaging and like call yourself out a bit. Um, So if you guys can think of any other ways of self-sabotaging that you want to talk about, lay them on us because we're finding new ones every day, all the time. And it's very, it's very, I think it's, it's really good to, to be aware of the different ways that this can happen because a lot of the time you might not even be aware you're doing it. Mm. Victim mode is another one. Being the victim. Yeah. So if you're the victim, yeah, if you're the victim all the time and it never works out for you and it's uh, like that Eeyore syndrome, oh, what was me? Like that type of thing. Well then, yeah, fuck yeah. Don't take, don't take that risk. Like stay, stay, stay in the same place you are because with that mentality, it definitely is too scary to leave that. Yeah. So the world is against me. The world yeah, is against me. It's not going to work out for me. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. I took it right out of my mouth. Totally. And when you keep telling that story, that's exactly what you'll see. You'll keep seeing that things don't work out for you, that everything always – exactly. The world's against you and that's what you'll experience. So um, telling stories, that's a big self-sabotaging technique for sure. Um, any others that we missed? I'm sure there's others that we missed. Um, are there any others that – this is getting, I mean, everybody is, Emily Bondurant, ooh, I like your last name, says, oh, wow, calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't use your name, Emily, yeah. so like, you know. Um, what else are people saying? Uh, there's lots of comments on this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Tammy said, oh, yeah, I have that shit, mom guilt. Uh, Mom guilt is a tough one. I can relate to her thinking it's hard to leave your kids with people. Alicia says, hi, beautiful ladies. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Um, Alicia. (laughs) Um, Patreons? Yeah, yeah. And also, 
when, <laughs> so first of all, if you guys want to talk about this a little, uh, Lori just said, I've had Eeyore syndrome in the past. I've called it my woe is me moment. Oh man, Lori, yeah. let, me t- let me tell you something, Lori. When I was in, uh, what was it? Sophomore year of high school, I had this physics class right after lunch. So first of all, any class after lunch, like you feel tired, you know, you're tired, it's high school, whatever. I would walk into my physics class and my physics teacher every day would be like, what's up, Eeyore? Every day. And I'd be like, Eeyore, like, what's that about? He's like, yeah, every day after lunch, you walk in here like, hi, Mr. Stone. Like, just like, I was so tired and grumpy to be there because it was like after mm. lunch, I just wanted to like sleep or something. That's so interesting. I've had Eeyore syndrome as well. Um, Alicia says, Abraham Hicks does an awesome rampage on everything always works out for me. I listen to it often when I'm self-sabotaging. That's a very good technique. Mm. Yeah, listen to an Abraham Hicks rampage. Um, surround yourself with positive people. Shift up, uh, switch up your pattern. Do the thing that you don't normally do. That's like a really easy, well, it's easy on one level and it's hard on another, but you know what I mean? It's an easy way to, to think about it. It's like, what do I do? I keep doing this. Well, Become aware of what you're doing and then do the opposite thing that you normally do. If you would normally do this thing in this situation, for example, my my example with the friends, right? Like, hey, Alexa, come on this trip with us. It's a group of girls. And it'll be really fun. If what I would normally do is make up a reason why I couldn't go and see all the reasons why I shouldn't do it, in that scenario, what I should do the next time it happens is just go and just go and just trust mm-hmm. that that's going to shift things. That's going to stir things up and mix things up in a way that I want. And it's going to help me start getting clearer on the next step and the next step. Um, so that that being said, we have um, we have a very exciting thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know either, but it was fun. It was a good time. I liked it. For those of you who aren't watching, I wish you were. Um, but yeah, we, we're super excited. We recently announced that our next retreat and coaching program um, is going to be in Sedona, Arizona, February 26th Woo. to March 2nd. We are so freaking excited about this experience. It is not even funny. Um, so this is we the last one we did like this. We we called it our Lioness Leadership Retreat, and it was for women only. And it was so amazing that we decided to do another one. Um, but this time it's called our Divine Leadership Retreat. So because we're we, letting all beings in, all the beings, whatever you are, you're allowed to come in uh, as long as we're energetically aligned. We're doing an right. interview process for this experience, so you know anyone who's interested, we're, we're doing interviews with them and really making sure that everybody's on the same page and that this is a good fit for everyone because this retreat is specifically for divine beings who are wanting to create something in their life, like a business, um, to make a big shift in their life. Um, But mainly it's been like creating a business, like a spiritual side hustle, make more money, um, just create a brand, create a community. Um, Whatever Mm. it is that you've been wanting to create for yourself, maybe like, you know, especially if you have like a nine to five job that just sucks your soul and you've had this idea, right? But you don't really know how to get it off the ground and you need support and accountability and an amazing group of other people who are doing the same thing. Um, 
this is for you. So our retreat will be five days long. It's gonna, Sedona is a very magical place. It has lots of energy vortexes all around and um, we've just been, we've been called there for a while. So we got this, basically a mansion um, where everybody's gonna live for five days. It has a pool and a hot tub and like it's just a beautiful space. We're doing something really special for everyone who's coming. We're not going to tell you yet, but um, or we can't tell you until it happens. But it's very – it's meant to make you feel empowered and beautiful and handsome and strong and, uh, and like, magic as possible. Mm-hmm. And then that kicks off our three-month coaching program, and that's where we meet on Zoom. And um, we really, you know, we kick up the momentum on your dream, on the thing you're wanting to do, the thing you're wanting to bring into the world. And um, – I know in our last our last coaching program, the group of women that were a part of that, I mean, we've been doing exit calls with them, you know, for the past few days as the program's wrapping up. And I mean, every single one of them is just like, I don't want this to end. I love these women so much. You know, they're they're just yeah. they've been so supportive and um, they've all helped each other make some serious moves. So we're really excited to see what this new container brings. And if this sounds like it might be you, um, you can reach out to us and we'll set up a phone call, see if this is a good fit. Uh, and if it is, then we'll make some magic happen. We'll make some magic happen. The other thing I really want to say real fast is that if you if you do or you don't want to come or you feel aligned or you don't feel aligned, it's fine. But I ask you to think about this. What do you want your life to look like? And a lot of people are really happy with their lives and that's awesome. And there's a lot of people that want more and they think it's selfish. Or there's a lot of people that want more and don't know how to get there. And they don't know what that includes and they don't know what that means. Um, Or they have a lot of the things that are adding up There's just a couple things that are missing, like community or um, self-confidence or whatever the case may be. And I really invite you to think about in the last days of this decade, what do you want out of your life? When you're old, and I hope you get there, I hope you are an old person in bed. (laughs) Well, you know, like I hope hope you get old. I hope you get old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've worked – that's what I want. So uh, I worked with a lot of people that are dying, that are aware that they're dying. Um, and it's really interesting to talk to someone who, who is aware that they are dying. Um, we're all dying right now, but like a 90 year old person or a 97 year old person, they tell you about the things they didn't do. They tell you about the regrets they have. And it's interesting that that's what your brain goes to is the regrets and the risks that you didn't take. And so I really invite you to think about, is that the old person that you're going to be? Or are you going to be the old person that said, I took all the risks. I lived the life that I wanted to live. Yeah, I love that. And what a better time to really feel into that for yourself and make that decision than this very moment. I I just because we're we're a few days away from 2020 and I I today literally ended a biz, I I this morning I woke up and I was like, "Hmm. You don't want to bring this into 2020, do you?" 
no, I am not bringing anything into 2020 that does not serve me anymore. 2020 is a year of power and movement and decisiveness and focus. And I'm not bringing any old shit that is like kind of wishy-washy into it anymore. Mm-hmm. So this morning, I ended a business relationship I've had for five years very simply. I was like, this is done. I appreciate you and I love you, but this is wishy-washy and I'm not doing wishy-washy right now. And it was mutual and it was beautiful and it ended very simply and easily. And I was like, this is perfect timing. Uh, Ambie and I had a conversation today about another part of our business that we're like, this is also wishy-washy. Want to do it a different way? Going to yep. make a new decision in 2020? This is the time to shift this. So this is yep. the time. This is really this is really the perfect time to make this decision for yourself. How do you want to be in 2020? What do you want to create? What do you need to get there? And and really make that intention for yourself. And if there's something that we can help you with, that's great. And if there's something that someone else can help you with, that's great. Whatever it is that you need, just focus on it and find out how to get it because this year, 2020, it's going to be really magical. Like I can feel it. It's going to be like a rocket ship. And I'm really, mm. really excited about what's about to happen. So mm. well mm-hmm. said, Ambie. I love that. Oh, I love this episode. Such a fun episode. Such a good topic. Thank you all for being here and joining in on the conversation. We had so, so many amazing comments. And uh, if you're listening to this on uh, on freaking the podcast? Apple iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, Apple the podcast, iTunes. wherever okay. you listen. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to it there, <laughs> then if you want to check this out on you know Facebook Live and get in the conversation, then follow us on Facebook at Inner Bloom Podcast. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, Patreons. Let me thank our Amaz Balls Patreons. Uh, Adonica Haskell, <laughs> Adonica Haskell, Alex Anderson, Alex Latiri, a million little changes.com, Kara Miranda, Kara, uh, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Cheyenne Carroll, Courtney Fahey, Dana McFadden, Dana Phillips, Eval Tattoo, Grace, Heather Ma- Mao, Jamie Purinton, Jamie Edwards, Jamie McMahon, Kasia Bashnevich, Lori Johnston, Mandy Ford, Maribel Muncy, Mimi Abnetter, Nicolette Pierce, Peter School of Irish Dance, Priscilla Marquez, Renee Hart, Sammy Jean, Sarah Meehan, Shannon McCoy, Sean Doe, Sheena Bowen, Tammy Lip. Tiffany Polito, Whitney, and the Ghost, Your Radical Heart, QHHT, and Nike. Thank you all so, so very much for Yay! supporting us this whole year. It's been so cool to get to know you guys even more intimately. It's been so great to be in our little groups with you, and and we've just become such a, a beautiful part of each other's lives, and we're looking forward to getting to know more of you in that way as well. Um, so you can look at our tiers and see if, if you want to get in the mix with us and, and meet with us more often. Um I also want to share one more thing that I'm doing my How to Start Your Own Podcast course on January 6th. It's a two-hour webinar, and um, it'll teach you how to very simply, easily, and inexpensively record, edit, mix, and publish your podcast on Apple iTunes uh, and get that baby going because it's – it's time for more podcasts from this group. We need more. We need more voices here, um, you know. And and I'm really passionate about helping everyone uh, do that in a very simple way. So if that's something you're interested in, you can check out the link and enroll um, in the show notes. And looking forward to seeing all of you who already did enroll January sixth. Yay! Is, is that just? Uh, oh, that was my tutu. That was oh just cool. <laughs> I like to fiddle. Yeah. So I'm a fiddler. I'm a fiddler. I'm a fiddler, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> um one yes. more thing. Uh what was I gonna say though? 
Oh, shit sticks. I don't remember. I'm just going to tap it out. Okay. I don't remember. Well, uh, oh, Tammy says, love you guys. Excited for the new year. <sighs> we love you all too. Any, did you remember, Ambie? I was vamping for you. I appreciate you so much. Um, happy new year, everybody. We're talking about the podcast. Course. We were talking about Patreons and I was talking about Patreons. seeing everybody, getting to know everybody in smaller groups. And then you went, <gasps> oh, I have a really good idea that I'll tell you off air because cool. It's a surprise that we might do for the Patreons. Oh, fun. Fun, fun, fun. All right. <laughs> we love you all so much. Uh, and until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.